Hi, I'm Trishonda. I'm 47 years old, and my hometown is Oxnard, California, originally from LA. I'm a life and miracles coach, founder of soundmindtoday.com. Hello, my name is James Marlboro, and I am 50 years old. I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, and I am in the TV and film industry, and I am also a life coach at Iron to Iron Coaching. So James and I have been together. It's kind of a wild story, but about 27 years. I dated Trishonda for about two years. Then we got married and uh, we were married the first time for 10 years. Then we divorced and got remarried. (laughs) And we've been remarried now to each other about nine months and counting. And if I had to describe our love story, I would say love never fails. Welcome to Our Love Story, a Spotify original from Parcast. Every week, a real couple recounts how they met, how they fell in love, and the biggest moments of their relationship. Now, let's hear their love story. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. My dating life before I met Trishonda was uh, off the hook. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. I was a hot mess. I was not looking for a relationship and... Um, I was enjoying being that guy. So my dating life before I met James, well, I was 18, so I really didn't have a dating life. So how I met James was I was actually going to go to Disneyland with my family, favorite place in the world, and a friend of mine said, I need you to host my birthday party. And I I was like, oh no, (laughs) I'm going to Disneyland. But I wanted to be helpful. And so I went and I was the hostess to her party. And uh, she called down to the ballroom and said, the DJs are here. Can you let them in through the back entrance and show them where to set up? I said, okay. So I go outside, I open the door, and there are these young men. And coming from around a yellow Astro van is James. And our eyes locked, literally like a movie. And uh, he said, well, hello there. And uh, we just kind of (laughs) froze, staring at each other. (laughs) That's how we met. I remember getting out of my car and my crew, they was talking and laughing and then everything just stopped. I was like, what's going on? I walked around the van and there she is standing there and I was like, holy guacamole. For people who don't think that there is love at first sight, they are wrong because when I first saw her, I fell in love. It was something bigger than us. So I would say there was a spiritual draw And then there was the physical, we were very attracted to each other, but there was something spiritual 
And we just really felt very connected before we even really spoke to each other, you know, and then everything just went from there. After um, I introduced myself, I was like, oh, hello, how are you? I am James. And I let my crew, they went on and start loading up and getting ready for the party. I didn't let her leave my side. I'm, you know, I'm walking, I'm setting up for the party. I actually told her that I had to go get dressed for the party because I, you know, I just came to set up. So I told her, I'll be back. Hold my hat. I will be back. I'm going to get dressed and I'm coming right back. And that's what I did. I got dressed and came back to the party and uh, I'll stop it there. And we danced. All night long. (laughs) Our first date, it was amazing, it was incredible. He took me to Yamashiro's restaurant up in the Hollywood Hills. It was really beautiful. The table was beautiful. The food was amazing. I love sushi. I'm part Japanese, so that was really wonderful. And I don't remember what we talked about. All I remember is the conversation flowed so much. And there were times when we weren't talking, we were just smiling. And um, after we ate, we took a walk through the gardens and, uh, you know, he held my hand and it was, it was really something. I know this sounds like a movie, but literally it was really something, especially from his background. He's not that guy, (laughs) but it was, it was wonderful. I am that guy. However, you know, I was enjoying being the other guy. And uh, yeah, no, I just remember taking her, you know, I said, I had got to impress this young lady. I got to, you know, I got to go all out. So I found the highest restaurant that I could find that overlooks Los Angeles. And at night, it's just beautiful view. And, you know, I remember just holding her hand and being as gentle as possible. Cause you know, I just look cute as a button, but I'm thug to the core, so. I was trying to be as gentle as possible and just, you know, be uh, romantic and hold her hand and walk through the garden, and it was beautiful. I don't remember our first kiss, but I do remember when I didn't kiss her, when she thought I was going (laughs) to kiss her. I seen her again, and, you know, she thought I was going to kiss her, but, you know, I said, wait, hold on, hold on, let me pull my player card out. You know, don't kiss her yet. You got to be romantic, you know, I didn't kiss her when she thought I was going to kiss her. (laughs) I thought it was odd because he was doing everything. So this was like our second date. He was doing everything to like, you know, be romantic and kind of set me up. And then he didn't kiss me. And I thought, okay, that's something. But later, I mean, years later, he told me he did it on purpose because he wanted me to kind of like want him more. So, (laughs) So that's why he held back. But, you know, it really didn't matter because we were pretty much a done deal from day one. (laughs) The first time I said I love you to Tootie, I'm going to let her tell the story. (laughs) (laughs) He picked me up from my ground. I'm crying because of what he just said a moment ago was that just got me again. But he picked me up from my grandmother's house in Los Angeles. And uh, he was driving down the hill, leaving the community. And he was saying, so you're not ready for me to tell you I love you. You're just not ready to hear that. I was thinking, what is wrong with him? Why is he so nervous and jumpy? And then we drove to this burger stand called Rally's Burger on Manchester, I think it was, in Inglewood. And he said, Tootie, which that's my family nickname. He said, Tootie, I love you. And I was 
just taken and I needed a moment and I was so grateful. And later on that same day, I said, I love you. And uh, for him to say it first was exceptional, I think. Life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Ray-Ban, and Canon. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th. The cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for Adidas and Fenty. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. We had, of course, you know, in any relationship, you're going to have fights and hurdles. And um, I remember when we were going to get married, I believe that was probably our first fight. Uh, we were on our way to Vegas, and I was in the nightlife, and it was early in the morning. And I'm like, who books flights this early in the morning? And, you know, I start hollering and screaming, and she crying, and my mother refereeing. So that was our first little fight. But as far as the hurdles is concerned, this woman here is behind my mother, the strongest woman I know. I put her through a lot of pain and suffering, just being naive, young, arrogant, all the above, you know. And she just stood by my side after all the things that I've done, you know, and I caused a lot of pain to her and my family. I just actually, you know, tipped my hat off to her for just standing there and and holding it down and, and being there for me, you know, through all of that. And that's why we said love never fails because, you know, so we did get married and we were married for years and we had two amazing boys and then we divorced because it wasn't that we did not love each other and it wasn't that we didn't want each other, but things were continuing and behaviors and it was very painful. And so we divorced. But what's interesting is you know, that was hard. And I didn't know I could raise kids on my own and I I didn't know I was that strong. So I became a stronger, still loving, but different version of me. And he shifted and he grew and I grew and he grew and we grew up. And although we were divorced, we were still in love. And actually that's why we got (laughs) married again. (laughs) And so it was a lot, a lot. It was years of going through changes, but I'm so grateful because it makes us all the more stronger. And that's why I say, it's actually a scripture, but love never fails. The first time we got married, I think we were probably already in Vegas. 
when I proposed to her, I was like, hey, let's get married. She was like, oh, I've been waiting. Oh, yeah. We were on Vegas for another trip. Okay. My birthday. Uh-huh. And you said, let's get married. I said, okay, we're going to get married at the highest place you can get married in Vegas. So the stratosphere was the uh, destination. That's where we went. And I asked the guy, I said, how can we get married up there? He said, nah, you know, we can't get married up there. I said, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. How much money is it going to take for us to get married up there? And, uh, you know, I gave them an offer they couldn't refuse. And uh, we ended up getting married at the top of the stratosphere with my close family and friends. When we got married the first time, it was so beautiful. And James had requested that everyone wear white or ivory, I think it was. And it was beautiful. And everyone was in ivory. And we were at the top. Uh, I think it was the room was called the Cupid's Room or something. And it was at night, sunset. It was overlooking all of Vegas, and it was just spectacular. And his grandfather, who was a bishop, actually married us. And it was all our family and close friends. It was just magnificent. And thinking back, how wonderful, because some of the family members, you know, they're not with us anymore. They've passed on. So to know that they were there for that moment, it was just wonderful. It really was wonderful. We were married for 10 years. And yes, there was a lot of hardships that happened, but it was also so many wonderful, wonderful things. We did divorce. We were divorced for quite a few years, but I think we became deeper friends during the divorce. Still going through changes, but deeper friends. And years later, we just kept getting closer and closer. Tell the truth, babe. I grew up. (laughs) He grew up. Okay. (laughs) He grew up. He came a long way. We were in an undisclosed location in wine country that we like to frequent. And he says, I'm going to marry you next year on my birthday, 1122. And that would have been 2020. Now, we had no idea the pandemic was going to happen, but that didn't stop us. (laughs) Because we got married in Hawaii, Maui. We got Mauied (laughs) Uh, on his birthday, a year later from that moment, on the black sand beach with sand and ocean in our toes. And it was another like movie type wedding. But this is it. Oh, yeah. This is the one. Absolutely. (laughs) This one sticks. (laughs) So it was also James's 50th birthday. So it was truly a double celebration. She's a champ. She made my Hawaii trip, my second time getting married, was beautiful. Go ahead, babe. We stayed at the most beautiful places. We even had this one place that was on a private place up in Hana on a black sand beach. We had our own coconut tree. We had our own little cove, like a private cove. And uh, it was like, literally like, a, I don't know, what would you, a fantasy island. It was incredible. And it was romantic. And, you know, we didn't have that the first time we got married because he was still kind of a hot boy. So he was out partying with his friends (laughs) when I was in the honeymoon suite by myself. So this was, (laughs) this was just us. It was just magical. Our dinner, I had no idea what I ate, (laughs) but it was delicious. I had no idea what I ate, but it was delicious. And one thing I want to say, although... I was trying to treat him and make sure his 50th birthday was amazing. Every day he picked flowers for me, the most beautiful tropical flowers. In fact, I put them in my hair for the actual ceremony. And um, ah, 
It was it was just so sweet. Thank you, honey, for that. Oh, babe, I try to do what I can do when I, I can, can do, do it. it. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> it's from a Barry White song. <laughs> God. <laughs> what I love about Trishonda the most is that she loves God with all her heart, and that just touches me because the way she has the spirit of God flowing through her. I love that. And it just spills over to, you know, her character and she just loves everybody. And I love her just because she's just a woman of God. Proverbs 31 woman, I would say. I love James unconditionally. I love his heart. It's rare. He's strong. He loves with everything that he has. He loves me that way, and he loves our sons that way. And his power comes from God. His integrity, his smile, he's my protector. He's my best friend beyond a soulmate. I would say twin flame. (laughs) And I think even when we pass away, we'll still be together. Amen. I am most excited about life with this woman here. Uh, I'm excited about our our kids and you know what they're going to do our grandchildren our, our family our adventures i'm excited about the businesses that you know we're creating and just how deep this love is going to go i can't even see that far and i'm just so excited about it because the deeper the love the more exciting uh, life is When I look ahead, I would say I'm most excited about everything that love produces, miracles. I think love makes miracles. And I think we are going to have so many adventures together. I think we get to watch our sons, who are now young men, become mature men and eventually get married and have kids, which is phenomenal to think about. I think about the impact that I think God's going to allow us and bless us to make We're already working to inspire people to forgive, to love, to come together. That's why we were so excited to do this show. So honored to be able to do this show. Hopefully we can encourage somebody to, you know, forgive, love, see the best in other people and grow and mature yourself. So I'm just really looking forward to bliss, the magic, the love, and seeing what God has in store for us. listening to our love story. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Parcast and on Twitter at Parcast Network. For more episodes of our love story, follow us on Spotify and check out other Parcast originals, all available on Spotify. Our love story is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from Parcast. It was created by John Cohen. Sound designed by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Mike Ramos. Production assistance by Ron Shapiro. It's produced by John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and associate produced by Alex Trigwadotter.